Moses' name.
thank you, Miss Rosemary, for that beautiful message and song today. We're delighted to have Brother Ezra Watch with us today. He's a member of the Gideons International. One thing I love about the Gideons is they are uh, actively sharing and placing God's word all around the world. They are men of integrity and devotion. One thing I appreciate about them, they, they are members of a local church. And Ezra and his wife Annette are members of the Bible Baptist Church in Warner Robins. And I know the church well. And I know exactly where it's at. Been there many times. And uh, in fact, before they can become a Gideon, they had to have the endorsement of their pastor, which testifies to their participation uh, in the local church. And so, Brother Ezra, we're glad to have you here today. Thank you for coming to be with us. And uh, you come and share uh, the work of the Gideons with us, if you will, please, sir. scriptures that and one that I use quite often as I go places and I lean on it every day. Philippians 4 and 13 yeah. where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't know about y'all, but without him I'm a weak nothing. That's right. And the reason I say that um, as I was growing up a young man, you couldn't have got me to stand in front of a group and talk. I was sort of laid back, quiet, uh, shy. But, you know, God changed me. Amen. He, he, he saw something in me that he could use. So I thank him for using me. Amen. But, you know, one of the other scriptures that, that I always um, try to use when I get started, and there's several that I will talk about, but John 3 and 16 says that, you know, when, when we take a look at what John 3, 16 and 17 says, and we take it to heart, we know that God gave his only begotten son, right? Amen. That whosoever believed in him shall be saved. Now, 17 says that basically if you accept him and you, you, you're willing to allow him to be a part of your life, guess what? He didn't come here to do anything other than to save you and me. The little one back there. All of us. That's what he came to do. So you know, as, as uh, we as Gideons, we, we, we try to use a few scriptures as we go through. Isaiah 55 and 11 says that, So shall my word that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that for which I have pleased it. You know, when we take a look at that, God's word, when we give it out, it's given for a purpose. Amen. And that purpose, God is going to make sure that it returns back to him Amen. in the means and the way that he had intended for it to, to be received. One thing that the Gideons, we try to do uh, every day. Uh, 
For those of you that know me, you know I work down at the courthouse. Uh, I keep some Gideon Bibles uh, down there at my desk. <laughs> I got some, and I give them out from time to time there. We, kept, we give them out at our county jail. Uh, the motel here in Tweeds County, there's some there. And those in Macon, for those of you that live on this end, you go by most of them, they have Gideon Bibles in them. Now, we, we do have a problem getting in some of these motels that are owned by Muslims. Yeah. It's a problem getting them to accept God's word. But we're still working on it. We're not going to give up on them because guess what? They're some of God's children too. They just don't believe what they should believe. And we hope that one day they will change. But, you know, as, as Isaiah 53 and 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was chastised of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. With his stripes. Because of what he went through. We don't have to go through some of the things that worldly people go through. We have to turn our faith over to Jesus. And as I talk about that, I'm reminded of a, a, a passage or a, a person uh, in Argentina. His name was Raul Gomez. And Raul was a man up in age, but he had nine boys. Raul, as a young man, had received a Gideon Bible. But over the years, he had lost it. But he always wanted his kids to get one. And one day, one of his sons got one at school and brought it home. And when he seen it, he asked him if the Gideons were in town. And he told him, yes, that's where I got this from. And they told me about a man that could save me. And his dad jumps on the Bible. And as most of you know, folks in Argentina ain't as fortunate as we are. Mm -hmm. They don't ride around in all these fancy sedans like we do. They mostly, what's mode of transportation? A bicycle. That's, what, that's how they get around. Well, he jumps on his bicycle and he starts riding around until he finds the Gideons. And when he asked them for a Bible, they asked him if he had, you know, he had told them that, you know, he had one, that he had lost it. They asked him, well, have you see, received Christ as your Lord and Savior? And he said no. So they went over, and, and you will find in every Gideon Bible that in the back of it, the Roman road is right there. So they went over it with him, and he accepted Christ that day. Amen. You know, we don't know who we're going to run into and who needs to hear from us, but we need to be willing to speak for God, no matter where you are. And then you don't have to be a Gideon to do that. I'm telling you, as Christians, we need to be more open with telling people why we believe what we believe. Amen. Why we trust God for what we trust Him for, which is everything. Absolutely. Amen. And, 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 and when we do that, we can see more people change. We can see the change in our communities. Um, one of the other people that, that, that I, I'm so reminded of, uh, a young man 
uh, and I'll just call him Christopher, he was in Atlanta, in school. He was going to dentistry school, but he got involved with some drugs. And it just kept going downhill for him, kept going downhill. And uh, he had gotten out of just being a user, but being a seller, a distributor. Well, he got busted. And when he got to jail, somebody took one of these and threw it in the trash can. That young man went by and picked it up and he started reading it. Amen. I want to tell you how God can use even people who think they're at their lowest. And we probably wouldn't think twice about saying that that person is not welcome in our midst. Some of us, right? Because we're above that. Well, he didn't return to dentistry school. But guess what he's doing now? He's teaching, he's teaching God's word at one of the most prestigious schools for ministers in the United States. He is teaching preachers now for a living. God can use any of us. We just have to be willing to be used by him. Now, I don't know about you, but we all have a purpose. We have a purpose. Amen. Have you lived up to the purpose that God has for you? Not the purpose that the world has for you, but have you lived up to the purpose in which God has for you? We all have sinned and we have all fallen short. Okay? Don't think because you're sinful that God can't use you. If you think about all the men that Jesus called into his ministry while he was here on earth, they were from all walks of life. Who would have thought, especially back in those days, that he could have used a tax collector or a doctor? God can use any of us. He even took Saul, who tried to destroy everything that he had put together, and turned him into a man that wrote almost all of the New Testament. That's right. So God can use you. He can use me. We just got to be willing to be used. And that's what it's all about. That's what Gideon's trying to do. Uh, Gideon in national received thousands of credible testimonies every year about how God's word has changed people's lives. We tried to get uh, millions, uh, there was over 200 million Gideon Bibles that were handed out last year alone. We still got people that don't have a Bible in their hand. And we ain't just talking about overseas. We're talking about here locally. We do have a school system, thank goodness, here in Tweets County, where every year they allow the Gideons to come in to the fifth grade class and give children a Bible, Mm -hmm. or at least offer it to them. They don't have to take it. 
I've not seen a single student not take one. I even had some that have asked, can I get one for my older brother? I had that the last time. Guess what? Evidently, and I hadn't said it because we can't talk to them. We can just offer it to them. But that young man knew what that was, and he knew and evidently wanted his brother to know the same thing that he knew. Amen. So I told him, I said, yeah, I will, I will give you an extra so that God's word can get out. We try to make sure that, that uh, we get God's word out in any way that we can. We place Bibles, as I said earlier, in motel rooms. We go to doctor's offices, dentist offices, um, just about anywhere that will allow God's word to be laid out where people can get them. You know, people go in, they read them, but they don't realize they can take it with them if they wish. Because we'll replenish that book in that facility. And we do quite often, most especially motel rooms. But that's the reason why they're there is so that people can get God's word and read it. Now, a lot of people ask, well, uh, the little one, all it is is the New Testament and the Psalms. This is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Right. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is what's important. This is what they need to know now. Yeah, all the others is good to let you know how you got to where you are. But this is what's really important, what's in that New Testament. And who I say wrote most of it? Paul. Man that tried to destroy God's work. But yet, God used him to write so much of his word. Now, beginnings depend upon people like you in the church to fund what we do. But as Pastor said, all of those funds go strictly, directly to printing these documents and getting them in the hands of those. They have been printed now in over 200 languages. And they are changing and getting more and more every year. Uh, different languages being trained transferred. Uh, so, you know, it's important that we keep it up. Even during the pandemic, we're trying to keep it up. We're trying to keep it moving because right now, people need it probably more than ever. Amen. They need to hear God's word. Let them know that it's not the end. This is not what God had intended for your life to end like. Did someone lose their life? Did we lose loved ones during this pandemic? Yes. But guess what? We still have a work to do. Amen. We still got to keep going. We still got to get God's word out. We still got to tell people how God has impacted your life. And that's what your true story is. That's how you touch people. That's how you change people's lives. Is by telling them how God has used you. How God has impacted your life. We have uh, quite a few young men in our jail. All of them have the opportunity to have one of those Bibles because we keep a stack of them down there. So every time one come in, if they want it, they can get it. I had a young man this year, or actually it was just before the end of the year, he came to me 
he had read through the New Testament and he'd been there for quite some time. Then he asked me, he said, I, I really need a study Bible. Mm -hmm. I said, I believe I can take care of that. So I went out and I purchased one. I had two or three people say, well, why are you buying him a Bible? I said, if a man want to read God's Word, want to study God's Word, want some extra study to go along with just reading what's in it, I said, that's how we change people. That's how we get him out of the jail and get him to being a good citizen who really can provide for his family. Amen. I said, that's how we do it. So, uh, you know, those are the type of things that, that we do. That wasn't a Gideon Bible, but guess what? The Gideon Bible was what got him to wanting to know more yeah. about God's Word. So, it, you know, we have to do what we can to make sure that we provide uh, for, for all of those around us. And, and as, as we take a look at, at, at how God has changed us, how God has used us, how he's continuing to use us, we have to be willing. Now, Gideon, the Gideons use everything that we uh, get from you, uh, whether you use it. By the way, this, this is something that... I, Pastor, I'm not sure if y'all have a Gideon card um, display here at your church. If you don't and y'all want one, we will get one. But there are all types of Gideon cards that you can get. You can make a donation. You send the card to someone, some family, lost a loved one, somebody that's sick. There are all types of cards in, in that presentation package. You can get that. That's another way to make a donation to the Gideon. And guess what? That person that you're sending the card to, they're going to know what you did. So that, that's another one of those opportunities that you can, you can take in, in, in getting God's word out and making sure that you're participating in God's activity. The envelopes that's in, in your um, brochures this morning, uh, it has an envelope. If you decide you wanted to give something after today, you can put it in that envelope. It's already uh, addressed to the Gideon, it, uh, our <clears throat> Twigs camp. Uh, it has that address on it. And uh, a lot of you uh, may know some of the local Gideons that, that uh, are in, right here in Twigs County. There are quite a few of us uh, between Stone Creek Baptist Church and, and, and uh, Mount Zion down there. A lot of our Gideons, that's where they're from uh, in this area. I say I'm a part of the Twigs camp, but I, I go to church in one rock. But I got asked through somebody out of the Twigs camp, so that's how I ended up here. If, if some of you wonder how in the world I ended up in Twigs camp. I work here, so somebody asked, and, and um, they kept asking and kept asking, and Finally, I said yes, because I do want to continue God's work, and, and it is a great organization. So I say to any men, pastor, if you have any men, lay members that would like to be a part of the organization, um, I am the membership leader for the Tweeds Camp, so they can just call me at any time, and I will be glad to talk with you and uh, tell you what you need to do in order to join the organization. It is a great organization uh, for working and doing work for God. Uh, I do want to 
in, in my closing, I want to say thank you to Pastor Watson for allowing us to come and make this presentation here. Um, we, we, we want you to understand, you, the congregation, to understand that we are only an extension of your mission. All churches have a mission, but we're just an extension of that mission. And we will always work to try to make sure that that work continues. And, and we're working hard to make sure that that work continues. Um, Pastor, you were talking about your church was hit hard by, by the pandemic. The Gideons were hit hard by the pandemic. Uh, but we're, we're surviving. We're going we're gonna to keep going through. Uh, we keep, we're we're going to keep doing the work that God has called on us to do because... It is something that's necessary. It is important. And I, I want to reiterate to y'all, it's not just overseas where we're putting the effort. We also do it locally. Uh, our schools, our jails, our uh, hospitals, uh, nursing homes. There are so many different places locally that we provide Bibles to. And the way, way we're able to do that is through the donations that you make. And we just want to say thank you in advance for what you're going to do. And thank you again, Pastor, for allowing us. And I hope that something I said uh, will help you to understand why we continue to come year after year. It's usually right around the same time that we come every year. Uh, and we do it because there's a great work left to be done here. Uh, in not only here in Tweeds County, but all over the world. There's a great work that needs to be done. Uh, like I said, there are so many different things. One young man that, that, that and I, I will tell you about another, one of um, those great uh, opportunities that someone had. Uh, I was watching uh, a video from one of the men that talked about how the Gideons made a difference in his life. Uh, this was an older black guy from Cleveland, Ohio, and he got into drug use, and he got to the point where he was going to take his own life, and he walked into a city park right near the courthouse, and he had planned on taking his life there, and he ran into a Gideon that day. And they gave him a New Testament. And they sit down with him and they talk to him. And they went over the Roman road with him. And he accepted Christ. And guess what? He's walking in that same area. Telling people how his life was changed. Because a man walked up to him that morning and said, you don't need to do what you're about to do. God loves you if nobody else does. God loves us all. Amen. We just have to be willing to accept him. That's where the problem falls. People are scared to accept Christ. Why? There's nothing to be afraid of. We just have to do it. That's so hard to get people to understand sometimes. 
But that man touched my heart when I, when I was reading that about him because I'm about the age he was at that time. That was about three or four years ago. You're never too old to start making bad decisions is what I'm getting at. You're never too young to make bad decisions, even little ones. It, it, as uh, my daddy used to say, you don't have to teach a child how to lie. They're born with that. We just have to teach them how to live right. Amen. And how do we do that? We keep them in God's word. Yeah. We keep them in God's word. Thank you again. God bless. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, sir. You know, the first Bible I ever seen in my life was as a fifth grader <laughs> in Agnes Barton Elementary School in Macon. That red New Testament is in my desk drawer in my study. I still have it. Folks, God's word does make a difference. It's the only thing that can change a heart. It is the sword of the spirit. You don't have to worry about wielding an ineffective weapon. It'll do the work it's supposed to do. Yeah. And all of us today here who are self, who, who receive salvation can attest to the fact that God has changed our lives through his word. Yeah. Wonderful words of life is going to be our closing hymn today. 338. I can't think of a more appropriate way to close this service than to sing that hymn. Wonderful words of life, the word of God. Let's sing it as we close today. Three thirty-eight. Wonderful words of life. John six sixty-three says, "The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life."
somebody that might be coming to church next Sunday at a regular time, make sure they let them know that we're having the services earlier. Any yeah. way you can. We don't want folks showing up as we're leaving. That's right. We don't want to do that. <laughs> we, we don't want to do that. So that's a good word. Thank you for, for that. One thing I appreciate about the Gideon ministry is that they take care of their own overhead. Nothing we put in this plate today will go to that overhead. Every cent we put in this plate today will purchase scriptures. And so Brother White is going to be out there uh, with this plate and put your offering in it. Make the check payable again to the Gideon International, not to the church. That simplifies our bookkeeping. Okay? Keep the monies separate. But uh, I believe God will bless every cent we give today. And wouldn't it be glorious if in, if in heaven one day somebody comes up to you and says, I'm saved because of you. Because of that dollar you put in that offering plate that day, that purchased a testament that I read and got saved. Yeah. Wouldn't that be glorious? I believe there will be countless stories like that in glory one day. Who, who, who can underestimate the impact and importance of God's word? So, again, thank you, Brother White, for coming. We appreciate your, your, your sharing with us. He did a good job. I appreciate the stories he shared. And uh, appreciate, uh, again, the great work y'all do. So, uh, go ahead, Brother White. You can take this plate going back there. And folks will come by and uh, shake your hand and put the money in the plate. Again, thank you for coming today. God bless you. Wednesday night, we will observe the Lord's Supper together. And I'll bring a message from God's Word. So y'all be sure to be here Wednesday night, okay? As we go into Passion Week, remembering what our Lord Jesus did for us. And then, of course, keep the announcements in mind. Next Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, changes, all the different activities going on. We're going to have a great day as we celebrate our Lord's triumph over the grave. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this service today. Thank you, Lord, for Brother Ezra and Miss Annette coming. God, we thank you for their work, their labors, and their ministry. And Lord, thank you for the good, positive work that you're doing through the Gideons. May we be a part of that as the church. May we partner with them in getting the word of God out so that believers can testify to unbelievers about the work that God does and to be saved. So God, bless the offering today. May it be a good one. And Father, I just pray your blessings upon our folks as we leave this place. Watch over us, guide us, take care of us, and protect us. And as we go, may the love of God, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us both now and evermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.